Hey Journeys with Jazz listeners, it's your host, Jazz Pearl. In today's episode, episode number eight, we have Natalie as our special guest. Her Instagram handle is at its I-T-S-S underscore Natalie, and how you spell that is N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-E, and check her out because she is a dancer, creative director, and photographer, so if you're in the Chicago area, definitely hit her DMs and tell her that Jazz Pearl sent you because she does amazing work, and she actually has done my most recent photo shoots, so if you've seen that, you've seen that on my Instagram, which is at jazz.pearl. And she's done an amazing job, and I'm definitely going to go back to her to get more photos. Anyways, back to the episode. We discuss about our growing friendship, which we actually had met in 2020. So it's been about two years in going now. And we just talk about her transformation from then to now. Her story is truly inspiring, and I really can't wait for the listeners to hear her background and where she comes from and who she is today because it really does take patience and a lot of patience actually to be who you really want to be to this day so I'm really proud of everything that she's accomplished so far and we also talk about breaking comfort zones and we talk about how to find your voice so if you're looking for inspiration this is the podcast episode for you. And for me to keep going, I would love for you guys to please subscribe to this podcast, Journeys with Jazz. I would also love if you could leave a review and rate the podcast as well, because that will help me be able to share more stories on this podcast, because I truly believe that is how we all connect in this world is through stories. Now stay tuned for this episode. Hello. Hello. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Jazz. How are you? I'm good. Living, <laughs> chilling. Here it is. You? you should. I'm doing well as well. Thank you. And I wanted to say thank you for taking the time to be on my podcast, Journeys with Jazz. It really means a lot. Yes, of course. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad that you're doing this and actually oh. like having like the time to like really put out and tell people stories. Like, come on, Jazz. Thank you. Yes, literally stories is how we connect with everyone. And that's why I love doing this. And yes, I'm happy that I'm also finally pursuing this because literally Natalie and I have been talking about this probably for a really long time. Yeah. (laughs) So she knows. She knows. I know all the insides. Yes. And then if you want to tell the listeners like who you are so they can get to know you, you can go ahead. Hello, everybody. It's Natalie. Um, well, right now, um, my main focus is dance, but I've also been pursuing other things lately. Um, so I'm transitioning into being more of a creative director, photographer, dance instructor. Um, basically, I want to do it all. So that's what I'm setting my mind to do. Um I'm Natalie, so, like, um, I've been kind of, like, making myself into my own brand and kind of mm-hmm. putting my skills and my experience um, into value and finally sharing myself with the... <laughs> yes, we love that. We love versatility. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you want to tell the listeners, like, how we met, if you remember... 
Yes. So <laughs> we met, I think it was 2020. Um, to the studio called Indie Media Studios. And at that time, it was like, uh, not mid pandemic, but it was like, you know, it was still a pandemic going on. And mm-hmm. um, I was working the front desk because I work as a work study at Indie. And Jazz was and you know she was just uh taking class as well because most of her friends were there and then (laughs) uh you started a conversation how you went to NIU and um at that time I had uh taken a break from NIU so we just bonded over the fact that you went to NIU and then I remember asking you I'm like do you know this instructor and then we ended up just like bonding over the instructors that we knew and stuff like that. So I was like, it's, it's good to know that somebody else went kind of like, um, experienced something that I experienced. So that's how we, and then ever since then, um, you know, you've just been a great like help and inspiration to me because you'd be speaking some real, some real stuff (laughs) or all the time, but, um, I think that's yeah. how we like first met and we first like bonded and because uh, you're so inspirational. <laughs> Aw, thank you. That's yeah. actually really funny because I thought, well, your story aligns with my story in terms of how we met. But for some reason, I thought because I was also an intern at Indie Media, which is, yeah. but, which is by the way, if anyone who doesn't know that studio, that's located in Chicago. Yes. And... Uh, for some reason, I thought I already was an, an intern, and then we were working a shift together, and I thought that's how we bonded. But that's funny that you're saying that I was coming in already as a teacher and, like, a student, uh-huh. and that's how we talked. Yeah. So I must have forgot. Yeah. Well, when did we work the shift together? I don't remember. <laughs> really don't but I just but I really vividly remember sitting next to you and we we're having that conversation yeah not you like I definitely remember that because I was so shocked I was like no way because it's like yes yeah, I don't know I guess it's kind of rare for someone that I would know I guess I don't know yeah. I was just like this is cool yeah <laughs> I just remember I was at the front desk and you were like by the chairs next to the front desk and there was like a lot of people in the front <laughs> lobby really own conversations and then me and you were having our conversation oh (laughs) wow that's so funny that you remember that part yeah I feel like I like blacked out everyone like I feel like I don't even remember anybody in the lobby while we were talking (laughs) with that it was just us no because I was sitting at that front desk for a good minute so any enter like any conversation that I had I was like okay I'm entertained (laughs) right yeah, because yeah, the layout is pretty open. Like, like the lobby area is pretty open. Yeah. So you could be. And it was like that. Just that one studio in the back, so everyone was either in class or in the front. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, good memories because we were really there from like the beginning. Because yeah, if you guys know Indie Media Studios now, it's expanded a lot. It's become so a whole the layout place. is so different. Yeah, it just started with one room in the back. Mm-hmm. And you had to walk through like that makeshift. I don't even know what it was. It was like um, a makeshift room, like a business. It was uh, yes, re- retailers. 
but they were over always over right there like in their little offices <laughs> oh yeah no literally yes i do remember that like there was some other space that yes. was in between the lobby and the studio <laughs> <laughs> so you would have to like walk past this like random work i don't know like random working company yeah area <laughs> yeah oh good times i love reminiscing on it because sometimes I don't know. I mm, I guess when it's like, depending on what the memory is, sometimes I do a really good job of like keeping it close to me. But like, if there's something that bothered me or like I didn't really like, I sometimes like block out thoughts. I don't know if you do that sometimes. Yeah. I or like block out experiences. Not saying that I blocked out my experience there completely, but I just remember like, there was just, I was just you and I actually was just there all the time. Yeah. So it was just like, I thought, I thought we had a different experience um, being around there because we saw like the back end of things and the front end of things. Yeah, we really did. So I think we really got to experience like <laughs> all just, of that chaos. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's, I mean, it led us to where we are today because we wouldn't have met each other. And I think mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. I mean, maybe we would have met in a different way, but I thought that way was special because it was like we were both on the same path and like yeah. We were like valuing each other's time. Yeah, same mentality. Yes, thank you. That is the mm-hmm. perfect word. The same mentality. I think that's why we connected like instantly. Yes. It was and Natalie yep. is so, like, you're so soothing. People say <laughs> I'm soothing, but I feel like you're more soothing. Soothing? Like, Isn't um, that a word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm soothing. <laughs> like, calming, I guess. Is the okay, yeah, like a calm aura. I've gotten that. Yes, because mm. I remember you had, I don't know if it was your first class, but it was a class, and... Uh, Man, I don't remember what you called it because I know you call your classes like different things each time, like depending on like the focus of the class. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know if you even remember which one I'm talking about. The but one I... that you took? Yes. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was something like um, it was definitely um, something along the lines of mindful medi- meditation or movement class. Yeah, I just remember we all stretched together in, like, the blue room, and then we moved into the bigger room. So this was kind of... Yes. This was maybe a few months into Indy, where they finally um, took over that weird space in the middle. Like, they finally (laughs) took that over. So it was like... We were stretching, I guess, because we were waiting. Yeah, we were waiting for the back room. Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember what class that was? Like Yes. I think I taught um that day I taught it was like a really pretty like ballad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you asked the question of the turn. I remember that. Did I really? Yeah, it's because when you asked the question how like the turn was, I remember that when I turned, I held it like up and I was like surprised. Not surprised, but kinda like, damn, I was up in it and relevant for a good minute when you asked that question oh. but it was um oh, I forgot the song that I taught <laughs> but that class was um 
very close to my heart because um not only was there like a lot of people but I believe my sisters took that class too yes yes. yeah Mm -hmm. and both of my sisters came and those are my babies so whenever they're in class I'm just like I have to like you know make sure that not only my point can come across dancers but also like non-dancers as well you know exactly so um yeah, I re- I just remember like um also during that time it was a time where I just needed to like express and release through dance and I was allowed um to have that through teaching mm-hmm. and um just teaching like non-dancers and dancers who've been dancing for um who knows how many years just made it like made me see in a different perspective that um you know, everyone can come together through dance, no matter if they're dancing for 70 years or, like, two days, you know? Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's all movement. And that's yeah. not, it's not catered to a specific group of people at all. Mm-hmm. And if you know how to navigate your instruction, you know how to touch somebody, like, mind and make them realize, oh, okay, well, this movement can not only feel good but also you can take it in the real life world you know exactly yeah I remember like leaving your class I was just so super like what's the word like refreshed refreshed is a great word because the way that you ran class was so different than a normal class Mm -hmm. and I like that you took the time to like have us really settle in like with our breathing and our thoughts, like I think we even did like a breathing exercise. Yeah. So at the beginning of my classes, I like to start with uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, I just like to have the people who are taking my class really sit down and realize that you're taking you're about to take class. You're, but before we move our bodies, I like to work with our minds first mm-hmm. so that really like makes you tap in and engage and really like use your soul you know yeah Um, me personally when I close my eyes and I dance that's like literally my soul like dancing Mm -hmm. my soul moving me so in order for class to be like that I like to start with the meditation so then you're engaging your energy and your body and you're just allowing time to just kind of slow down and kind of catch your breath before we start moving exactly Mm -hmm. and that's why I thought the class was so unique and like it was really thoughtful as you as a teacher to take the time to do that because I've been to so many classes where the minute you walk in it's like okay combo and it's like okay like you're not gonna do an introduction you're not gonna stretch us like Mm -hmm. I mean I understand like everyone has different goals and this and that but I think at least this is like my opinion, like when you're an instructor, like at least have the courtesy to have like to speak up and say like, hey, if I'm not going to do a group stretch, like please stretch on your own because I hate to say it, but not everybody who's taking your class knows class etiquette or everyone has a different version of what their class etiquette is. So like some people may not even know like, oh, I should be stretching my bodies, like especially if you're like new Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you also, I guess, have to keep in mind of like you said, the people who've been dancing for years, like, oh, maybe they did an at home stretch before they came and they're just like yeah. chilling. Like, I guess it's just good to vocalize as the teacher to show that obviously you're 
leading the class and to like be informative as much as you can on how you're going to direct it because sometimes it just comes in shock when they're just like okay let's get into it and like I understand like I'm sure the instructor is like excited and all this but Mm -hmm. I think it was just like I said you were very mindful is what I'm basically trying to say yes mindful (laughs) yes exactly so I love that and my question for you is when did you like start meditation like how did you learn about that so during the pandemic you know we were in lockdown and Mm -hmm. um I just, I was bored. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> when I'm like bored, I dance. But um, I was thinking so much because I was reflecting on, you know, uh, I did like two years of college dance. Mm-hmm. And I just had to reflect on everything that I learned, everything that I grasped, everything that I didn't um, really mentally get until like when I had the break during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And what I realized for my own self is the fact that um, before I can even move my body, I have to mentally prepare myself. That just means that um, I have to mentally be aware of what I'm going to do and what I'm going to allow my body to do. And then I was on YouTube and I was researching um, meditation because mm-hmm. at that at this time I was also working on like spirituality and kind of like really working on myself so I got into meditation just like med- putting meditation music and then just lying on the floor and just like following like a meditative guide mm-hmm. and then I was like bro like this can help me in dance <laughs> you know yeah so then I started like um I have like this notebook that's like specifically for dance and I started writing down um elements of dance and I started writing down like lesson plans you know Mm -hmm. this is before like I started teaching because I was just like all right well let me just get prepared for like future wise and um the way that I started was okay so people meditate to like feel some sort of relaxation ease but that's what dance does to me so if I mix meditating with dance like your body is just gonna feel like new different refreshed and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what our body needs from time to time we do so much in our daily lives that um we don't really get the time or we don't allow ourselves to have that moment for us Mm -hmm. it's not that we don't it's just sometimes we forget you know right so then I started like just planning and doing it by myself and then by the time I had the uh, Angel told me that to teach I was like okay well I already have my lesson plans I'm ready you know so then that was like not my experiment but then I tried it in real life right on other people right and it just like I don't know how to describe it it just worked like it just allowed like you to yeah. Like you took a risk because you were connecting with it so well internally mm-hmm. where it seemed like you felt like, oh, my gosh, like I have to share this with other people. Yeah. And then it's like you had that light bulb in your head where you said like, oh, the way that meditation feels and like the benefits of that is also how I feel with dance. So like, why not merge the two? And mm-hmm. like you said, you weren't afraid to try that in a class. And like, I really applaud you because I mean, that takes like courage because 
Yeah. It could be scary trying to implement a new type of experience in a class. And that's exactly what you did. But you, I think you believed it so much that you were like, I know other people will be able to like adapt and connect mm-hmm. somehow. And we definitely did. Like that class is definitely a class that stood out to me like out of all, I don't even know how many classes we took <laughs> because <laughs> when we were in work studies, we got like unlimited class. So we were like taking advantage and taking advantage, <laughs> advantage, like literally taking all the classes, no breaks, which was probably unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> our mentality back then, we were just like, yeah, let's just go in. And we're just like, yeah. And it was yeah. like any class, any class. <laughs> <laughs> literally. But yeah, I'm glad we touched on your class specifically because that's like so unique. And I love classes like that where it, like I can bring a piece of that with me like throughout my life because I think that's kind of the purpose that you were talking about like it doesn't yeah. just stay in the classroom like you could implement this lifestyle that you want mm-hmm. like in life so I love that yes cute and also it's like very um <laughs> I guess you could say soothing because <laughs> it's it just feels good on the body. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, um, when I do privates as well, I start with meditation. And with privates, it's, like, more one-on-one. Right. And lately, I've been working with people one-on-one. And the transformation that I see from the people that I work with, it's just, it's fulfilling in a way. Because now I passed on knowledge that I've learned and that I've studied for myself so I can pass it on to other people not those people can pass it on to other people you know what I mean exactly and I think that's why that makes me so happy because I feel like we align in that way because like for those people who are listening like Natalie and I like we've had a bunch of conversations obviously not recorded because I didn't have yeah. a podcast then. <laughs> but we had so many of like of value like conversations that we were having and like one of them was like finding Natalie's voice and that's something that I know that you want to touch on and Mm -hmm. I think when she's talking she's kind of talking about like how you're going to impact and leave a foot a a footprint and like create kind of this like chain effect or this legacy onto others because I think and I'll let you talk for yourself obviously but I know you've told me like plenty of times that like I've helped you so much like to get to like where you are today and that like makes my heart so happy because like I had someone like me for you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like I felt that need to, to be like, okay. And it's not even like I specifically picked you or anything like that. (laughs) I wasn't like, Oh, definitely Natalie. Like it just came naturally. And like, she just kind of followed my lead on a few things and like really took my advice. And obviously if you know the type of person I am, like, I'm always willing to like share my advice and all of this because I personally don't find gatekeeping like um what's the word I just don't understand people who gatekeep I just think that like why do we need to keep secrets like especially if we're all in the same industry like Mm -hmm. you know so that's why I personally don't mind like when people ask me about whatever like I'm open to tell you because you can get so much information from someone, but it really takes that person to actually take it. So like for the fact that you actually took it and ran with it, like really 
just like makes me so proud like I feel like a mom I'm just yes, like yes Natalie, dad's mom. <laughs> like, I'm just like yes like go fly and like do all these things and like especially since you said in the beginning of the episode like you started off as a dancer but now you're like a photographer and like a mm-hmm. creative director like you're adding things into like your rep- I can never say that word repertoire repertoire but yes <laughs> you're like adding things like as you should because like you shouldn't be feeling like you're in this box like yeah your freedom and your voice is what needs to be you know seen and heard and I think Mm -hmm. you've done like a really great job so if you kind of want to go ahead and like touch about maybe your story about finding your own voice and then maybe giving like advice to the listeners oh yes Mm -hmm. so for me it's it's been a journey um Mm -hmm. Definitely growing up, I would say I was very shy, very timid. Um, I just remember I was always that shy girl, you know. Mm-hmm. It was until I found dance and um, I started dancing like around sixth grade. And then um, I loved it. My mom took me to dance class. And, you know, I was beginning to be more open, but I was still kind of shy. But it wasn't until... Um, I auditioned for this dance program for high school. So I got into it in like the arts, but in high school. And um, congrats. Thank you. You're so welcome. Then, um, I started dancing more and more. And I had a teacher. Her name um, is Miss Hume, Miss Kelly Hume. <laughs> and the way that she led her instruction was more like, um, improvisational you know she was big on improv and improv exercises and improv just means like um creative expression so like freestyle dance yeah and um I started off like learning how to dance my style basically Mm -hmm. as well as um being taught choreography and being like taught choreography by guest artists or you know um ongoing semester choreography but I really started dancing my type of dance, my artistry. Um, And I was so shy in high school, but I think a turning point for me was my junior year where I started just telling myself, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's be more, more social. (laughs) (laughs) And then I guess, um, you know, sometimes it clicks. Sometimes it's just like you get tired of just doing something. And um, I had my friends there tell me like, you know, you should really express yourself more, be more vocal. And I'm just like, okay, well, yeah. So then um, I started being more vocal. I started vocalizing a little bit more. Um, But still, I kind of always felt like in my heart, like I was still a little bit like, how do I say it? Like fully not. Not yet not bloomed (laughs) right right Mm -hmm. yeah so then um I would I for myself I will allow um the exterior kind of um hold me back so that just means like I was just so used to being like kind of alone in my own head that I didn't really like push myself and I would just like kind of rely on other people to push me but um, it was college that I was just like, okay, well, that was my high school. Now um, let's do something different. Let's be a new person. 
So in college, that's where I really like challenged myself to like, okay, well, you have a voice, you can speak up, um, you can really use and find your voice through dance. So then when I do, when I, when I say find my voice through dance, I'm talking about like my, my freestyle or my, um, my creative expression. I just put on a song and I let my body move. And I kept doing a lot of that like every single day during college, even if it was just like in my room or if I would just go to the studio. But you, I would always find myself kind of like just dancing. And then the pandemic hit and then I found Indie Media Studios. And um, I like to say that this is where, okay, it clicked for me. Because mm-hmm. not only was I around like-minded people I was able to connect through with people through dance and I don't know the universe just aligned me with like-minded people that it just influenced me and inspired me to be who I've always seen in my head and um like you said uh, when I met you you were just so like jazz <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> you have a name to yourself and, you know, and it's your name, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, like, that's so inspiring. Like, um, you're just living your truth. So then, mm-hmm. like you said, we've had mm-hmm. conversations and um, every time that we talk, I just get inspired. I just believe that it's the way that you speak about things that just like click in my head. Mm-hmm. And I myself, I'm very like open minded and I'm always like, willing to learn new things or like eager to learn new things so everything that you were talking about I was just like engraving in my brain and um I think that was another push that I needed in my life to really be like okay well you know if someone can do the things that you see in your head why can't you do it too you know and everything that you were telling me was like straight up facts and I'm just like damn bro come on Natalie you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then um I just pushed myself and um right now like from 2020 to now I've seen so much change in myself so much change in my voice with dance so much um transformation but like beautiful transformation mm-hmm. um I'm finally becoming the person who I've always seen in my head. Um, I'm still not where I want to be, obviously, because that's always going to be me. I'm always going to be willing to learn something else or attack something else and see where life takes me. But I'm finally starting to step into the light that I knew I always wanted to step myself into, sort of like enlightenment. And... um, you had said um like the gatekeeping stuff like I also agree with that I'm just like um if somebody wants to know something and I have that knowledge I would want to share that knowledge with other people but I know some people are not like that and they like to keep stuff to themselves because obviously people work hard and you know people have different mindsets but um Mm -hmm. I really aligned with your mindset because it was kind of like okay well you know you're very um down to earth very humble and I was just like yeah that's my type of people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like with the whole, well, you said a lot of great things, which I'm over here like tearing up because I feel so proud. I'm like, <laughs> like cause I, 
didn't even know you before 2020. So like just hearing like where you were then until now is just like, like you said, just a beautiful thing to witness, especially for you, since this is mm-hmm. like a journey of so much growth and what's the word like evolution, 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 <laughs> evolution, maybe <laughs> evolution of Natalie. Yes, literally. So I think that's like, it's super like touching to like hear where you were to now and especially since I got to like be with you through your journey for like Mm -hmm. the past two years so like that's like such a cool like feeling and experience that you can't really ever you know buy or you know you have to like wholeheartedly like support that person who this is like me talking to you I guess like I Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is that For those who don't know, I obviously used to live in Chicago. That's how we met. Anyways, I moved to Wisconsin last summer. So I've been in Wisconsin for a year now. And I know it's not the farthest, but the fact that like we can still support each other like through social media Mm -hmm. and like we take the time, like we might not talk like often, like we're definitely not like an everyday, like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to you type of people. Like, I think we understand like where we are in life, like we especially Natalie because she's booked and blessed left and right (laughs) like you'd be busy but like I know like if I wanted to talk to you or vice versa like we'll make time for each other I think that's what's really important just in friendships in general but to go back to the gatekeeping thing I think it's like those I understand where you're coming from because like you we try to see things in both lights both lights yeah right and it's like if somebody wants to be private about it and maybe not want to tell you how they got something or how much they got paid to me it's a reflection of intimidation and like lack of confidence because are you going to be intimidated by someone just asking you that question and like because like you stand like you said you stand for your own truth and like you should be really confident to know like hey if I tell them how much I made or how I got this gig that shouldn't affect me because I'm strong and I know I'm a, you know, whatever talented dancer and I have Mm -hmm. like good connections with people and stuff. So I guess, again, that's my outlook on that because like I said, you and I, we just connect in such a different way of thinking about that certain scenario. Mm -hmm. And I, but it is common because I mean, there definitely is a lot of gatekeepers, especially in our industry of like creative field and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, for what? Like, you're just going to keep your secrets and I mean, keep thriving. That's fine. But it's like, how are you going to help the younger generation? Like, how are you going to help them succeed? Because they're not going to know anything better or they're going to try their ways. And then, you know, uh, yeah. we, you already know where I'm going. Yeah. The whole like OG <laughs> and the new generation, which I don't really want to tap into too much about that but basically it just is like it's very dependent on who you are as a person and like what you're willing to share what you're not willing to share Mm -hmm. and you'll find the people like like you said who will help elevate you and connect you through life so yeah I'm really happy that we met because you're definitely like a person in my life that I think about like especially throughout the two years because like life after COVID quote unquote, like changed so many people's lives. And 
it's I don't know I guess like one thing that really sticks to my mind is like when we were talking about the conversations we had mm-hmm. so this was literally like last year because I was just thinking about this long story short I got an opportunity to perform my choreography in Orlando yeah and uh, yes and I invited Natalie to be a part of my set and she said yes I and... said yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I mean it was a big it was a big deal for everyone involved because this was like oh shoot like some midwestern people are about to go down to Florida like it Florida. was a big deal honestly mm-hmm. for everybody involved and I think it was just really like special because we specifically bonded in the hotel room because I think I I really remember like you asking me questions or like I think I was really being vocal about like pursuing or like pushing you to like go after like who you want to be what you want to be yeah and stuff like that because I remember I was just like sitting in the hotel room and I'm like Natalie I'm like I'm just jazz like no one knew who jazz pearl was like for Mm -hmm. the longest time and it's hard because people see me now and they're like, Oh, like she's thriving, which is true. But like, there's so much in between moments that a lot of people don't know. Cause a lot of people knew me, like when my name started to rise, you know? Yeah. And kind of like what you said too, like I'm nowhere near where I truly want to be. And that's okay because this is still a growing journey. Like it's yep. going to take time like this. My name took time like until it people it really got stuck with people and like the lavender thing like that really took time mm-hmm. and it's like I just really want to keep emphasizing that to people because I think like again it's really easy just to like like see my name and lavender like oh like she's totally personal branding and stuff like that and it's like there was so much behind the scenes stuff to even get there because yeah. like you said for the longest time like you don't really know who you are so like I didn't really know who Jazz Pro was years ago mm-hmm. you know like I didn't even honestly so funny story my real name is Jasmine Jasmine yes <laughs> it is my real name's Jasmine everybody in college started calling me Jazz and it kind of just stuck with me and then my middle name is Pearl and remember, like, back in the day, well, my, I remember when Facebook and MySpace was, like, a thing. Yeah. My mom, and I'm sure maybe your parents, too, were, like, don't put your real name on the internet. Like, yeah. it's not safe. So I was, like, oh, my gosh, I can't really put my last name in all of this. Freaking out. <laughs> Freaking out, yeah. And then I don't even think I was Jazz Pearl. I definitely was not Jazz Pearl on, like, facebook or myspace or even aim do you remember aim no oh my gosh <laughs> aim is like messenger like if... oh no i remember Wait, kick. You... <laughs> you remember what kick do you remember kick oh my gosh wait are you gen z uh, i was born in 2000 oh <gasps> my heart is breaking <laughs> wow it's because Thank natalie you. like when you talk to natalie she's so wise so i just think she's my age because i'm a millennial <laughs> Okay, never mind. This just makes me sound old, so that's great. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. But anyways, I'm, I mean, we're still in our 20s. So. Exactly. We're still in our 20s. Yeah. We're the same age. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember like those old social media platforms or whatever. Like that's kind of where 
I think I was trying to figure out maybe not to have my government name out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Jazz Pearl just, yeah, it sticked, I guess. I mean, I didn't, it didn't really stick with me for a while, honestly. Like, I don't even, that part I don't really know. Like, I know when Lavender happened, but I don't really know when Jazz Pearl happened. Jazz Pearl? Yeah, I don't really know. But it rings, and I really like it, and I think it's more unique that way. And, again, for people who are listening, it's not a stage name because I know people think that, or I've had people think that. Jazz. So I just want to clarify, it's a nickname, and then my middle name is Pearl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, oh, my gosh, wait, I have to say this because, fun fact, when my mom was pregnant with me, the pregnancy test was lavender. Oh. Like, please tell me that I was just, like, I literally. You were just like, born. Today. Boring. Right. <laughs> like, that's so wild to me because I've never seen one in, like, today's, like, Time. society yeah it yeah. takes times like it's either pink or blue or <laughs> white like where like why is there like why did my mom have a lavender one but those are things that you just can't question you know and you just have to accept it and you know I think that's so cool yep right it's not a coincidence exactly it's meant to be exactly and then we can talk about our last topic that I know we wanted to cover which was Breaking out of our comfort zone. Woo! <laughs> that one's definitely... Mm-hmm. How would you describe that? It's hard. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's hard. Um, I had a dance instructor told me that one day it's just going to click. And I was like, okay, when? <laughs> <laughs> right. But I guess... If you're just always waiting and waiting, it's just, like, going to be hard because now you're allowing time to kind of, like, structure you. Mm-hmm. But getting out of your comfort zone just stems from the fact of, like, um, are you willing to guide yourself and allow yourself to be vulnerable with those around you and with yourself, so as soon as I realized that, that's when I was just like, okay, comfort is just a word. And I can um, separate that from who I am and as a dancer. Um, so I guess it was like also tying into the finding my voice, also learning how to be uncomfortable um, and actually allow myself to really just do whatever, you know. Uh, breaking yeah. your comfort zone just ties into allowing yourself and being completely vulnerable with yourself. Not with those around you, obviously, yes, but like most importantly with yourself. Because if you can do that, then that means that you've broken out of your shell. That means that um, you're allowing yourself to be a whole different um, person. And that's actually where um, I have a, like, a not like an alter ego. Mm -hmm. And I like to say bad, bad bitch, not. Period. We know it. I know it. (laughs) She allowed me to break out of my comfort zone because I'm just like, okay, well, I'm mostly relating it to dance. But Mm -hmm. when I dance, obviously, I like I explained earlier, I would be, I was a shy, timid person. That's how I viewed myself. But 
I allowed this character, Babbage Nat, to really take over. And she is bad bitch, you know? Like, that's the, to the core. Of, yeah. <laughs> yes. So that allowed me to really break out of my comfort zone because it's like, okay, well, you know, this person is confident. This person is um, um, very comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how I really, truly broke out of my shell was, okay, I had to create this other version of myself that I see in my head, but now bring it to life. So for like listeners or for anybody, I would recommend, you know, finding that character and really tapping into that higher self and allowing them to come forward and truly be that. And that's how, you know, would help you break out of your comfort zone because it's important to not stay stagnant, not stay in the same place and be more like engaged with other parts of life, you know. Exactly. Mm hmm. No, I I really love that because that's great advice for someone who might be struggling with that because it's kind of like a really challenging thing to accept first off, you know, like, yeah, except the terms of you know, you're not like who you really are or like where you really want to be. But I like the idea that you had about like envision a character. Yeah. Because I, I'm trying to think when I hear that, I personally try to think about like my experience with that. Like if I ever kind of had like an alter ego or this and that, like the only time I can remember is in college, I was on um, a dance team and they were called the envy dance troupe and like you Mm -hmm. would just get nicknames from the captain of like your alter ego actually yeah Mm -hmm. and they called me eye candy which I thought was so funny because definitely in college like I was a flirt like I was definitely like that girl (laughs) and they gave me eye candy but like they weren't giving me giving that name to me because of like my how I was outside of dance because I don't think they really truly knew that because I was I had different, I don't want to say personas because I was the same person throughout, but I just had different groups of activities, I guess you can say. You yeah. know, like I had my academic side, I had my sorority side, I had my dance side, and then I had like my really dance outside, as in like I used to travel from DeKalb to Chicago to like dance. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I was just all over the place, but mm-hmm. I liked my life like that. But going back to the whole like, eye candy thing their reason was because they were like oh when so first they kind of you have to guess who it is so they don't say the name so they're just like okay this dancer she really commands the stage especially with her eyes like you just can't not help like to look at her when she's dancing and you could tell she has a fire like kind of type of I don't know, pizzazz in her eyes. Like, they just kept saying stuff like that. Uh And I'm, like, sitting there. I'm, like, wondering, like, oh, I wonder who it is. And, like, (laughs) I'm, like, I was, like, I guess that could be me. And it's not that I wasn't, like, confident in myself. It's just that, you know how, like, you see yourself differently than how outside people see you? Yeah. So when they said me, I was, like, oh, I was, like, okay. I was, like, that does make sense. Like, that now that I think about it. And I was, like, I think that's, like, fitting because when I dance I do have a purpose through my eyes I mean Mm -hmm. if you don't like then you're not truly 
dancing. And yeah, you're not <laughs> exactly <laughs> like point period blank. You're not truly dancing. <laughs> and that kind of goes back to what you were saying in the very beginning of the podcast episode about like feeling and connection. And mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm actually teaching. I mean, I guess I can say this. I mean, it's going to be too late by the time people actually are like, oh, my gosh, I want to go. Um, but I am teaching, I'll just say general, I'm teaching tomorrow, a heels class at Indy actually in Chicago, which, oh my gosh, it's probably been like a year since I taught there. Yeah. And then I know. And then Friday I'm coming back to Milwaukee and teaching hip hop. So tomorrow is heels and then Friday is hip hop. The, the main focus that I have is feeling and like this episode was just really inspiring because it really like solidified like what I was planning on doing these Mm -hmm. next two days was because so my reason that I really want to have this main focus be about feeling is because I think sometimes we lose that very easily like yeah we can get really distracted and you know some people learn slower faster than others and your mind is just racing and you create anxiety and I was just listening I can't remember like who it was that's so bad of me but it was basically a message about anxiety and anticipation Mm -hmm. so that really spoke to me because it's like you know anxiety is just overwhelming thoughts that you're thinking and I think a lot of people in a class setting like specifically dance is having their mind just run and run and that's why I love that you do the meditation because you need to calm that side of you in order for your body to like connect you know mind body soul Mm -hmm. and then like anticipation I was learning about it and it's he kind of gave an example where he's like okay it's the more or it's the night before Christmas and you're up all night and you're just so excited like you're just anticipating Christmas day and the presents and that's like when you're anticipating something like you're very focused on the end result yeah so not that the in-between stuff doesn't matter but I guess he was just trying to explain that there's ways to cope with anxiety so like I guess example like if you're in a class and like you're comparing yourself to others or like you don't feel good about the dance like think about the end result about after class like one you should be proud because you were courageous enough to even step foot in the class like you kind of almost have to set your mind to that end result to be like I know I can do this like I need to get there I can finish this hour class like almost giving yourself like a pep talk because I definitely have given myself pep talks um in classes and literally (laughs) that's like the only way to keep you going you know and Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, because um, I'm still learning about um, anxiety and, like, the difference of anxiety and – what did I just say? Anticipation. Anticipation, yes. Because, yes. I don't know, it was just it was just super eye-opening to hear that because I'm like, wow, like, I haven't anticipated something in a while. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that idea of – putting your mind to that kind of like destination that you want to be 
And yeah. with my classes tomorrow, like I do kind of want to talk about what I just said in class, but like try to format it in a way where the students can understand and with the dancing. So like, I'm just going to say it now because this is what I'm going to do. So if anyone listening, you get the inside scoop really quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew I was specifically going to do this for my hip hop class in Milwaukee. I may or may not do this in Chicago tomorrow. I'm not sure yet, but I guess I can share my ideas with you and then you can kind of give me your opinion on it. Too. Yes. Well, definitely for the Milwaukee class, it's beginners hip hop. And I haven't taught that class, I think, ever actually in Milwaukee. Yeah, I don't think so. Usually my classes are open level, but this specifically is like very beginner friendly. Uh-huh. And with the whole feeling thing, I think we get really distracted in, in our thoughts when we're looking in the mirror. Definitely. And so I'm going to teach class away from the mirror. So I'm going to stand in the back of the class and then everyone's going to face me. And especially with hip hop, it's feeling like feel the grooves, feel the chest, like going in and out like feel it like don't look at yourself and then think like oh my gosh like I look so awkward I look like a chicken because I've heard that so many times especially Mm -hmm. with isolations and those are literally the basics like the fundamentals of hip-hop you know yeah your rib cage isolations and all of that and it's like I really want you to focus in and hone in on feel how that feels when you move your chest out and in like feel that don't just you know, think that you look like a fool because, man, haven't you heard that in class? Like when people comment out loud mm-hmm. and it like makes, yeah. me, oh my gosh, it makes me like want to say something to them in the moment. But I'm just like, you know, I'm going to let them figure it out themselves because sometimes, you know, you have to let that own person like go through their own bumps what, in the road, I guess. Yeah. What I always say is if you feel funny, then you're doing something right. Exactly. Because yeah. this is, it goes back to the whole, um comfort zone and being in it and out it like mm-hmm. it's a great way to like challenge you so I'm super excited to teach that on Friday and then for the heels class I also was thinking that but then also I was just kind of nervous because depending on the students there because I know it's probably going to vary in levels I think mm-hmm. it might be best to face the mirror because we are in a heel and like you know there's that whole like technique and fundamentals of the heel too where it's like you know the mirror would actually be helpful for that time being but in terms of like the choreography it's like man I just want you to feel that music and not have to like worry about like what you look because we're always just so consumed in the mirror like all the time (laughs) yeah all the time (laughs) so yeah hopefully those classes go well which it is I'm not gonna say it's not yeah, I love that idea of not facing the mirror for your hip hop class because you're right. Like sometimes, um, especially like beginner hip hop, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of students can really get in their heads and, like you said, create anxiety for themselves. Um, right. When they first like start like moving a certain way that their body hasn't moved before. Mm-hmm. So that idea of not facing the mirror just allows them to, okay, well, now I'm not looking at myself, I'm just tapping into what my body is doing. And exactly. so, like, that way they won't be stressed or anticipating, like, okay, well, I'm not, like, looking a fool. Everyone's doing it, too, you know? Right. And that's mm-hmm. a whole other concept of the mirror, too. Because, like you said, like, not only when you're looking in the mirror, you're looking at yourself. You see everyone else around you. And then you easily just start to be like, oh, like, they're doing it better than me. Or, like, oh, like, they don't look uh, they don't look dumb as me. Because, you know, because, like, we do 
and when I say we, it's because I've been in this spot before where I have negative self-talk to myself in classes. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot better now, but I know what people are thinking and it's really easy to get caught up into that because your mind is the most strongest like thing in your body. Haven't mm-hmm. you heard that before? Yeah. It's like the control center. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it's very mm-hmm. mind over matter. What's that phrase? Mind over matter? Yes, I believe so. But yes. definitely keeping a peace of mind helps when you're taking class, especially yes. beginners. Yes. Especially beginners. Yes. And it's it's really dependent, too, on the teacher, like how you said, like how mindful they are. And, like, I would say most of the times, like, the teachers would, like, what's the word? Understand where the beginner dancer is coming from. Mm-hmm. So I think they can tap into how they're going to help you because they know that, one, they've probably been in their place because, I mean, we've all been beginners before, you know? Yeah. Okay, Journeys with Jazz listeners, that wraps up episode eight of my podcast, Journeys with Jazz. And it was an amazing time talking to Natalie through the podcast and the listeners hearing what we had to say about so many different topics, whether it was finding your own voice and then breaking outside of your comfort zone. Like everything that we talked about today is literally about growth. And I'm happy that I was with you through your growth and that you're with me through mine. So I'm really happy that our friendship has sustained all this way. Definitely. I agree. I want to say thank you, Jazz. Um, You're one of like an inspiration to me Um, and you're my friend. So it just makes it uh, so much better Um, for the listeners. Always keep a peace of mind and truly allow yourself to feel what your body wants to feel and um, remember that you're the only one holding yourself back but all within time don't rush your growth trust yourself you too jazz (laughs) yes thank you for the friendly reminder i will definitely take that in and i hope the listeners really take that in as well and next week will be a new episode because i upload every wednesday so stay tuned for that Thank you guys. No problem. Bye. Bye.